Hey you guys, welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. We are so ecstatic to be here, and as you know, I was gone last week, if you are a continual listener, and I am back! Welcome back, Seth. Thank you, Jameson. We love you, Seth. That's so kind of we you. Didn't You're know, welcome, we Seth. literally did not know what to do without you. We didn't, but... <laughs> We, we found made it a way. Work. We right. made it work. I was actually watching you guys from Ohio, from Ohio, where my wife and her family are from. So, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. Are they Ohio State fans? Uh, no, no. Them her her father cheers for the Bama, the Crimson Tide. All right. Yeah. Ohio That's- and Iowa are the only states. They have as many syllables as they do vowels. It's funny that you say that because my brother-in-law is from Iowa. Hmm. Really? Who was there? Yes. So. What does that mean? What does it all mean? That was a Jeopardy question or answer one time. (laughs) What is Iowa? And Ohio. Ohio. In the studio with me today. Making nonsense out of Iowa and Ohio. Ohio. (laughs) Beside me is the bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under. My good friend, Jameson Fowler. G'day, mate. No, not from down under uh, at all, but I, I appreciate I wish you that. were. I wish you were. Okay. I mean, I kind of wish I was, too. Also, the red-headed unicorn sassy, sassy wiggle pants. No, just yeah. sassy wiggles. We're getting closer. Sassy wiggles. <laughs> sassy wiggles. The unicorn. Every week, man. The man with the plan, our media guy, Brad Hudson. Hello. Yeah. How are you? And Just then a simple hello. The man. That's all the man needs. Who pushes the buttons, changes the screens. And gives the look of death. Yes, if you drop anything. Yeah, that's true. The man who produces the show, Steven Spiegel. Hello, everybody. We did find out today that sometimes the buttons that he pushes they push him they push they his buttons right. they do 100 percent. that just totally happened it, and it, then, it's amazing mm-hmm. not really <laughs> <laughs> also in the studio is charburger yeah yes Woo. good stuff the wonder that never leaves us it can't say anything to represent itself so we will say it for him yeah no. it can't say anything because we ate it Oh, that was a delicious wildcat burger that I divulged in just Man, a few minutes ago. That bun, just that's a good bun. It elevates mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it elevates. It takes one of the best fresh-made hamburgers in the in the United States and just put an awesome bun on it. Come just, on, somebody! Not just the United <laughs> States, but Guam and Puerto Rico. Oh, he just got real. So Monday through Saturday, they're open from five thirty in the morning till eight in the afternoon. Home of the famous char grilled wildcat burger, scrumptious chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, and jumbo crispy onion rings. What a wonderful place to eat a burger. Just telling you. Hey, anyway, we're going to go to meme of the week. Meme, meme of, of the, the week. week. I am ecstatic about this one. Uh, as I was going in Ohio, I saw a news report that romaine lettuce is now not safe to eat, which is fine. Because I never eat it anyway. So I marked myself safe from romaine lettuce today. That's meme number one. Does anybody else, you know, find it odd that the Romaine Empire had fallen and that Caesar is dead? Ooh. Let, let us pray. That's the Roman let Empire. Let us pray. Roman it's a pun, Caesar. Brad. Romaine <laughs> Empire. Caesar <laughs> is dead. Caesar oh, is dead. Oh, let us great. pray. Ah. Let us Got it. And as we all know... Sometimes I'm the slow kid. It's okay. We, we know. <laughs> as we all know, we are deep-hearted Alabama fans here, and so we would be... Departed. 
unreligiously Alabama not to go here. Deep hearted. Oh, okay. I was thinking departed. Did I die? That's what it sounded like. I think this is a ripoff. Departed. So, meme number two says this just in Auburn has run out of miracles. Praise the Lord. Oops. (laughs) Auburn only plays well in the Iron Bowl. When and they did the first quarter, let's be honest. When there's huge stakes that have no business being stakes. As in, yeah. Auburn has two losses, but they're still in the running for the SEC championship. So if they the beat Alabama, if they beat Alabama, who has no conference losses and they only have one, then they go to the SEC championship. Guess what happens? Let's take a, a missed field goal all the way back to the house because miracle. And we still get in and win the national championship. When there's no... The when, when, <laughs> yeah. When there's no... Well, no, they went to the national championship that year and, and lost choked. to Florida State. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Choked. But uh, anyway. ridiculous. They only don't play good when there's nothing... Now, let's on. say this. Now, this is the most truthful meme I've seen in a long time, guys. This is so truthful. Meme number three. When football teams think that they're really good... They don't make signs that say we want Auburn. Just saying. Is that good? I mean, business. is that not true? Have y'all ever heard a statement less true than that? I mean, really? When somebody thinks they're really good, what do they say? We want Bama. Yeah, they never say we want Auburn or any other team for that matter. Just saying. There's that. And I found this glorious, wonderful video Stephen was able to pull up for us. Yep. You know... Cause we're celebrating being Bama fans today because we won the Iron Bowl. We Roll love time. we love Bama Nation, but this is a little bit cringy. Just so yeah, we, it is a little. We cringy. won the Iron Bowl. Yes, us collectively. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to watch this? <laughs> yes, please. All right, here you go. This is For beautiful new this song. Is, this is terrible. It will make you cringe a little bit though. Who's ringing my doorbell at, late at night? <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> They've had too much Thanksgiving lunch. Guys, we totally should have made this video. Yes. This was totally that dad's idea. Dead joke. I mean, <laughs> wow. That dad skipped Thanksgiving lunch. People thought he was like sick. No, he was in his room. Writing that song. Thinking about this. Writing this Steven, you can write stuff like this. You need to make these things where we can put out parodies. <laughs> Please don't. I will quit. <laughs> Come on, Steven. <laughs> I thought you quit I mean, a long time ago. Steven, me dance. and you. Me and yeah. you, Steven. Uh, <laughs> I don't I mean, think so. Same mean you can sing it's songs I can like write that. it. You can it's, sing it. Okay. See, I'd I would watch that. Hey, listeners, listeners, they think they think that I will do anything here. (laughs) They they don't know that I will not. I will not do this. You let them call you Sassy Wiggles every single week, and they'll say anything about it. That is true. That's a good point, isn't it? Last time I checked, you were the one that was like 15 likes, and I'll dance like a moron, and everybody's like, (laughs) like it. Uh, Yeah. If my dignity is this far gone, I don't see why not. That's right. (laughs) You would do good at that song. Plus, your hair would match that shirt. This is where where it begins. Right here. 
<laughs> you would do good at that, Brad. Yeah. Okay. Brad, I said I would sing this with you, though. Okay. So it's not like you gotcha. being embarrassed by yourself. See, we have to tell him he'd be good at it. Or he wouldn't do it. He would be good like, at it. Would you do that? He'd be like, no, nah, but man, you'd be good at that. He's like, me, you know what? Yeah, I would, I would be good at he that. He would be. That's not the way it works. Brad is so I was good. Like, you would be embarrassing at that. Oh, I understand. I'm trying to brag on Brad here. He's not listening. Let's get ready to rumble! Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your FCA moment of the week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Miss Pam. Hello, hello. How are you guys? I am fantastic. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. Getting really uh, really busy. Getting excited mm. about our evening tonight. So we got uh, Tim Tebow in town. So we're pumped. Tim Ooh. Tebow in town. Who's that? Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows who it is. I've been, <laughs> I've been in the same room as Tim Tebow, but it was also oh, with awesome. about 80 thousand other people so wow right. yeah wow so good for you brad thank you y'all are like best friends right. anyway miss pam tell us about tonight oh tonight we got a strong night with tim tebow um we've got a sold out arena at this time sold so out sold out here at the von braun Probst arena so we're gonna be open the doors at 7.30 this evening for any unoccupied seats. So there is an opportunity if you're going to brave the standing in the cold for a while if someone else wants to come in. But we expect to have the arena full. And I've um, got a special guest artist that's actually on stage right now warming up. I wish I could tell you who it is, but the people that come are not going to be disappointed. Ooh, wow. It's so good. What other, uh, I know y'all have this huge knot tonight. What other amazing things do you have in the foreseeable future miss pam in the foreseeable future wow um well you know we're coming off the iron bowl prayer breakfast that happened right before thanksgiving and and that was a great success and this uh this december we'll just be finishing out the year with a lot of campus ministry these huddles finishing up strong and really um pushing for them to go on mission and serve because of the Mm -hmm. holidays there's lots of opportunity for these uh, leaders and these guys in these campuses to go serve in their community and just bless others in this holiday season. But um, after uh, Christmas, we're going to have an SCA intern interest meeting. Nice. Yeah, so anybody that wants to come intern with us this summer and help out with sports camp, they can just come listen in at the interest meeting. we got a coach and spouse timeout weekend. Uh, That's actually going to be Martin Luther King weekend, and we expect to have about 80 coaches and their spouses to come and enrich their marriage so not a lot going on uh, but uh lots of good things are are definitely going on for sure i detect a hint of sarcasm in that comment <laughs> uh it sounds like you guys are doing a lot um i think it's great that you encourage these athletes to to serve during their time off on on their holiday break or just during the holidays in general uh right. not to just um talk the talk but to walk the walk and, exactly uh, do you, do you guys see a lot of that? Does that happen a lot? It sure does. In fact, it's already kind of started. Um, mm. First Baptist Huntsville here, they are a collection for the Operation Christmas Child. And so we had a number of our area teams that took the afternoon to come and to help them load and unload um, many, many, many thousands of boxes. And so it was real cool to see coaches and their teams come together. And uh, Coach Keel would join them. We got to share a devotion with them while they were there. 
And um, so that's been going on. Um, we've got other people doing, you know, working at other places uh, in the community, serving at the Manor House and, and doing uh, angel trees and things like that. So, Well, tell me this, Pam. How can, how can some of our athletes, FCA athletes and those who aren't, get involved with some of these efforts this Christmas time? Oh, well, they can um, definitely, first, is to get engaged on their campus in their FCA huddle. And we send out tips of the week each week to these huddles, and that's where the encouragement comes with ideas of what they can be doing throughout the holidays. Um, Talk with their coach. Maybe they need to be the one to inspire the coach to go find a place to serve. Uh Uh-oh. You know, you don't have to look very far uh, to find somewhere to go help this, this Christmas. Wow. Fantastic. Make a difference this Christmas. If you're not already going to the Tim Tebow event, it's time to go. Miss Pam, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you so much for all that you do for the Varsity and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Mm -hmm. Hey, well, we appreciate everything you guys do and allowing us just to be a part of it. Yes, ma'am. We hope to talk to you soon. All righty. Will you guys take care? Tell Tim I said uh, hi. I sure will. I Thank sure you. Will. <laughs> He'll know who I am. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Good to talk to you, Miss Pam. <clears throat> you too. Y'all have a blessed rest of your day. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, we're going to go to some music. But before we do, let's mm-hmm. talk about our favorite place to eat. Charburger. Mm-hmm. That Woo! is open from 5.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday. They're the home of the famous Chargered Wildcat Burger. Scrumptious chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, jumbo crispy onion rings. They're located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Guntersville. Phone number is 256-505-4720. Joining us in the studio, we're super excited to have him, is uh, Chris Bryan from Guntersville High School. He's a football player. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing good today. What about you guys? We are good, and we are actually going to the part of our show. Fantastic. Also joining us is Ricky the Man Phillips. The man. Ricky. What's up, my man? Hey, y'all doing okay? We hadn't even gotten to talk about the Iron Bowl. I know. It was incredible. It was. It was beautiful. Uh, Also, uh, Brad is going to bring up games. We're going to... Quickly, because Brad's given us ten games. We're doing this ten time. because there's ten conferences and ten conference championships, and I couldn't decide which which group of five to pick. So we're gonna pick all the group of five, and then the power five, of course. So, so Brad, we're gonna go quicker than usual, guys. I just need you quick responses without an explanation why. So, oh, don't, don't at me. No. <laughs> anyway, ready, Brad? I'm ready. Start us out. All right. So I've got the first one is the MAC championship. NIU at Buffalo. Well, it's a neutral site. Buffalo. Buffalo is favored by three and a half. Seth? I don't even know who to guess on this one, but I'm going to say Buffalo. I really don't. I don't have a dog in that fight. <laughs> I'm taking NIU. All right. No. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go NIU. Buffalo. Buffalo. Chris? Uh, I'm going to have to go Buffalo. Buffalo. All right. The next one is our um, American Athletic Conference, uh, Memphis, who's eight and four, um, and is an underdog to ninth-ranked UCF, who's eleven and zero, three-point favorite. But they lost their quarterback this weekend. They UCF did. did? Yes, he yes. like a very, very serious leg I'm, injury. I'm taking Memphis easy. Mm. What about you, Seth? I want to hear Ricky's response <laughs> on this after the quarterback loss. Uh, 
I don't know. Memphis is probably the best team in Tennessee. But, uh, <laughs> That's not saying much. <laughs> okay. That's uh, funny. <laughs> I, I'm still going to take UCF. I think I think somehow they closed the deal with a new quarterback. That's like being the best hockey player in Their Ecuador. new quarterback isn't bad either. Like their backup is not what bad. What do you at think, Jameson? Um, I'm going to go UCF. Me too. UCF. going to take the defending national champs. UCF. That was Chris? a joke. I'm going to go with UCF. UCF. So I'm the only one bold enough to take Memphis against the yeah. uh, reigning national champions. This All one's right. hard, too. Next uh, is the... Mount- heavy sarcasm. <laughs> no, I mean that on this. This is hard. Mount- I don't know who to pick. The Mountain West Championship, which is Fresno State, 10-2. and two. Uh, And then 23-ranked Boise State, 10-2. and two. Uh, Boise State's a two-and-a-half point favorite. I'm Rick. taking I'm taking uh Boise. Ricky? Boise stay, go blue. Boise it is. These are hard. Chris. I've always liked Boise. The blue field. Yep. I like the field. See, the every, field's pretty incredible. Everybody's drawn in by the Smurf turf, but um, <laughs> the Smurf turf. I'm going Fresno State. <laughs> go ahead. Alright, so next game will be the Conference USA Championship. I'm excited about this one. Uh, our local, kind of local, UAB Blazers, who are 9-3 yes. on the year, playing Middle Tennessee State, who's 8-4. and four. Middle T- Tennessee State's a one-and-a-half point favorite. I go UAB. Go Blazers. Chris, who do you got? I'm going to stay in the state and go UAB. Ricky? Middle Tennessee. Oh. I'm, taking, yeah. I'm taking UAB. I will also take UAB. Where's this game? Uh, it's a neutral site game somewhere. Um, I think it's... Is it I, Birmingham? I can't say for sure. Probably. I, I don't think they use Legion Field anymore because it's... Number one, that would be home for UAB. Number two, that's a really bad stadium. So, I'm not Sketchy, sure. Sketchy, scary. Um, our Sunbelt Conference Championship is University of uh, Louisiana Lafayette and Appalachian State... Appalachian State's the 18-point favorite in this game. and I'm going Appalachian State. Who beat Michigan a few years ago? No biggie. I'm taking taking Appalachian State. I've seen them play South Alabama in person a couple times. They're just so impressive. Always. Yeah, I'm going App State as well. What about you, Rick? Well, the only time I've seen Appalachian State against Alabama, and they were not impressive. But I'm taking Appalachian State. That was Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Chris? I'm going to go with Appalachian. Appalachian State. All right, now we're getting to our Power 5 championships. It's getting real. Uh, The Joke Conference, also known as the ACC. (laughs) Uh, Number two, Clemson, who's undefeated, 12-0 on the season. Wow, (laughs) 26.5. Number 24, Pitt, who is uh, 7-5 on the season. Yeah, they're useless. Clemson. Clemson, Clemson, Louisville, and Florida State are always pretty good, but Louisville and Florida State aren't. The Tigers. I pull for the... I'm taking Clemson. I think you'd be crazy not to on this one. <laughs> I hope they lose, but I'm taking them. Well, you said you have to be crazy. Go ahead, man. <laughs> but not stupid. No, <laughs> With the fighting Dabos. The fighting Dabos. <laughs> Chris, who do you got? I'm going to have to go with uh, the quarterback, Sunshine, and the Clemson Tigers. Yeah. Uh, I feel like their quarterback looks like Sarah Jessica Parker. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ricky, who are you going with? Clemson, no, no question. Yeah, 
Our, yeah. our next conference that we're doing is the Pac-12. It's like a number, horse with a big blonde mane throwing the football. <laughs> number 17, Utah, who's 9-3. And, and number 16, Washington, who's 9-3. and three. Washington's favored by five. Chris, who you got? I'm going to go with Washington right here. I think they're a good fighting team. Yeah. I go, I'm going Washington. I, I watched how they played Washington State. They were sick. Man, I was I was hurt that the Huskies did that to me because I was me really too. wanting the Cougars to win that. Yeah, me too. Um, but I can't. I just can't see Utah overcoming them. I'm going to go with the Huskies. I'm taking Washington as well. And James, uh, not Jameson. Ricky's taking Washington Don't as you well. You call him that. Next, <laughs> our next one is the Big Ten oh, Championship. Wow. Number, this is an uh, easy one. Number nineteen, Overrated. Northwestern, mm-hmm. eight and four. Number ten, Ohio Overrated State. Overrated State University. Um, and these are also all of well, these rankings are from last week. Then too, you pick so. Northwestern on this one. <laughs> I'm going Ohio State. I'm also <laughs> going Ohio State. You know what? I'm I'm gonna be crazy slash stupid here. I'm gonna go Northwestern. <laughs> Chris, I've seen North. I've seen Ohio State perform this year. I'm going Northwestern. That's right. Oh, they were not very nice. See, the, to I think the only thing, the only thing about Michigan, it's a big mental hurdle for Michigan for some reason. It's the khakis. <laughs> the khakis. Khakis are far too tight. It's like morning. a State Farm commercial. Oh, so pack uh, your khakis. Khakis. Ricky, who you got? Uh, I'll take Ohio State. Who do you work for again, Ricky? What? <laughs> <laughs> who do you work for again? Uh, we'll be making State Farm. State Farm. Yeah. Brad's cracking yeah. State Farm jokes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Just bet they're all. Jeans, they have the <laughs> they have the best commercials. Um, our Big Twelve Championship is a rematch of the Red River rivalry. rivalry. If you say that quick, it won't come out did right. Did Texas Probably. not win that one? <laughs> Texas um, did win that yeah, one. Yeah, Oklahoma's points. only loss is Texas earlier this year. So will it be number fourteen Texas nine and three, or will it be number six Oklahoma eleven and one? Where's Oklahoma's, this game played? It's a neutral site. It'll probably be played in like um, probably in, te- in Texas, in Texas somewhere. somewhere. Probably, probably Dallas in the Cowboy Stadium. That's I a good guess. guess. Yeah, I'm going Oklahoma again. It's, it's just really hard for teams to beat the same team in a year twice. Doesn't um, happen very often, you know, unless no. you're us. But um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I want to pick Texas because I really hate Oklahoma, but I just don't know that Texas can do it twice. Um, you know what? I'll just say, I'll just go Texas. I think Texas is an awful pick in this situation. I do too, but I'm, you know I'm taking Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Chris, who are you taking? I'm going to have to go with Oklahoma. I think Kyler Murray can really lead them this time. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Ricky? Oklahoma, they got too much going for them. And, right and Ricky hasn't had a whole lot of luck with Texas this year anyway. <laughs> no. I think they have three losses, which has led to Ricky's like three losses in the picking. Um... <laughs> Number one, Alabama in the SEC championship undefeated off the Iron Bowl against Georgia. Number five, Georgia, 11 and one, uh, only losing to LSU. Alabama's favored by 13. I Who think have we this... lost to? Huh? Who have we lost to? Nobody. Oh, that's right. Nobody. Right. Anyway. <laughs> no one. So. No one. If we get second quarter two of this last week, it's going to be sick. But I. I'm just going to say this is going to be the hardest game of the year. I think so, too. Uh, as it should be. As it should be. But I think Alabama wins. Ricky, who you got? Um, oh, no. I think Georgia's going to be this. Okay. 
and we'll still go to the final four or the cultural no, no, playoff. We will, yeah. Uh, and I think that's the we'll first be- time all year somebody's picked against Alabama. Even the Auburn fans we've had in here have picked Alabama in the other game. Are you picking Georgia? I am. That's the first pick we've had against Alabama. And we all, uh, even you, I think, hope you're wrong on this one. Nobody. I mean, Nick, none of Nick Saban's coaches are beating, but this is the best chance they've ever had. Yeah. Yeah, I think, Ricky, a lot of what he says makes a lot of sense. Uh, this will be the toughest test up until now. I do not think that this game will be over until uh, there's all zeros on the clock. Um by that, I mean we're not going to beat them by 40 points or anything. What about a 38-yard um, touchdown pass in overtime after a sack on first down? You know, I feel Ooh. like we've literally <laughs> literally been here before. Yeah. This is the game. This is the building where we won the game last year. Um, and and before that, the game was decided by four points. SEC Championship, Alabama and Georgia's a, a few years ago. Um, yes, but I'll say Georgia doesn't have some of those players they had that year. Uh, Jake Fromm or they don't have Chubb. is going to have to play lights out um, or, or their backup quarterback, which I can't remember his name. Uh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> but I still... That Calvin Ridley's little brother. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. It's going to be a back and forth fight, but I feel like we have it in us. And I'm going to go ahead and pick, I'm gonna go ahead and pick Alabama. Chris? I just don't think anybody's got anything for Alabama. Even I would love to see them go down, but I think they're just going to be undisputed this year. Only undisputed if uh, UCF loses on Saturday because oh they'll gosh. play in a joke bowl. So they play. They play nobody. I know, it's but frustrating. Last, last year they have that asterisk that says in the NCAA book of like you know football champions they are a champion. Good for them. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, we don't have any asterisks by our championships. Exactly. Time. All right. Roll Tide. Mm-hmm. Amen. That was a rather long pick segment. Anyway, yes. Let's see how it goes. Let's go to a song and we'll come back with Clutch. But before we do, let's talk about something that's just as clutch to us. And that's Charburger. We love their burgers. We love their chicken fingers, their Philly cheesesteak, their onion rings. And it is a fantastic place to get a burger from 530 in the morning until 8 at night, Monday through Saturday. Check out the Charburger. And if you do go, tell them the varsity sent you. Please. And now, today's Clutch Moment. Hey guys, we are here with Clutch, and I I just want to uh, talk to you about commitment today. I want to start by saying this, that our level of commitment to something in life determines the chances of us ever making a real effect on something. Uh, the definition of committed is actually this. The feeling, dedication, and loyalty to a cause, activity, or job. Wholehearted dedication. Uh, I like how this quote defines commitment better, though, than I do the definition. It actually says this. It says, Commitment means staying loyal to what you said you were going to do long after the mood you set it in has left you. That's a powerful statement. Commitment means staying loyal. What does that mean in, in in sports? And we'll talk about this in a minute, Chris. In sports, uh, you know, when you say that you're you're in it for the team, that means you're in it for the practices. You're in it for the running. You're in it for the sweats. You're for the sweat and the blood and the tears and the everything else like that, right? Right. That's correct. <laughs> that also, that it, also includes when the time runs out and the other team has more points than you. Right. Right. It also includes when the time runs out and you have more points than the other team. And yeah, so the wins, the losses, the hard times. So being a part <laughs> of a team doesn't just come 
when you win. Mm. No, you got to be there full-hearted, all practice, workouts, losses, all the time. Right. Whether whether you like the results, whether you like how you feel, whether and, and so commitment means staying loyal to what you said you were going to do long after the mood you set it in has left you. Mm. Right? Right. Because at the beginning of the season, tell me if I'm wrong, you're excited, man. You're fired up. We're going to win. We're going to be the best. And then you have to do all the practices. And then you have to do all the games. And then you have to endure the losses and the hard times. And and so it becomes a whole lot more difficult to be committed. Is that true or not? It does. But you, like you said, like you just got to keep full-hearted and yeah. just keep rocking. Yeah. And so uh, Romans 12, 1 through 2 says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God. Because of all he has done for you, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. God wants us to not be, as Christians, just partially committed, but just like any sport, anything... He wants us to have our heart in it long after we said, I, I do, and I, I want you, you know. So let's talk about things about being committed. Number one, what we are committed to most will eventually come out of us. In Proverbs 16.3 says this, commit your actions to the Lord and, and your plans will succeed. Let me ask you this, guys. You cannot, uh, you cannot hide what's most important to you. Why is this statement true? Well, I mean, the Bible says, you know, wherever your treasure is, your heart will be also. Right. Um, I mean, what you care about is going to come out because that's where all your attention is going to be. That's where all of your free time is going to go. Um, I think that's why it's true because it's true because you can't hide what's important to you because it's going to be obvious. Yeah. How you spend your time, your money, your efforts, your energy. Brad? Yeah, I agree. Like, what what's most important to you is what you're gonna um, spend time on it's what you're gonna invest in so like that's gonna be that's gonna be really apparent um, like just just because what's important to you kind of makes up who you are like as is what what you do and, and everything like that yeah so. so whatever you spend your time your money your effort all this stuff that's obviously what's important to you right mm-hmm. so uh it, it, it becomes very apparent what's most important to us in life. So, point number two is this. The choices we make daily shape who we're going to be. It will always be your small choices that will ultimately determine your largest outcomes in life. Let me ask you this, guys. Question number two. How do our consistent daily choices determine who we are? Um, That's like... You are what you eat. Yeah. Like, you are what you do. And, like, you know, I go to college. That makes me a college student. Right. I'm a, I'm a student. And that shows what I, what I, like, what I hold as value. I don't, you know, necessarily love driving to Huntsville every day, but I do it because it's important that I do it. And that kind of makes up who I am in the same way that, you know, um, it should also reflect whatever I'm doing should reflect that I'm a Christian. Yeah. Um, if I'm living life the correct way as well. 
So that's just kind of goes back to how what you do really determines who you are. And I feel like it's not the intensity of choices like that. It's consistency. Mm. I mean, you know, you can make that choice to get up on time, get ready, be, be studied and, and prepared and make that drive to Huntsville. But if you only do that once a week and the other the other days that you have class, you just sort of hem haw around. You don't put any effort in. The fruit of that's going to show. You're not going to be a college student very long like that. <laughs> but if you do yeah. that every day, um, eventually you'll get that eventually diploma. You will get the diploma. Yeah. So it's not the intensity of a choice; it's the consistency. If you hem haw around too much, you're a college student with no scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> Which quickly, in my situation, would I mean I wouldn't be a good college student. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's important. Uh, this is my last point. I, I didn't mean to be so short today, but it's this. It's, it is the committed that God uses to change the world, right? Mm-hmm. So often I, I think we think of like David and Goliath, right? We look at David and Goliath. David's anointed king at, uh, at a young age. He's a, he's a boy when he's anointed king of Israel. And then Goliath happens, right? He kills Goliath. And in our minds, we picture this. Immediately he goes to the throne. And immediately he becomes king for the rest of his life. And that's not reality. Reality is it happens 20 years later, after Goliath. And we think so. I think we forget so often uh, that it's it's the God immediately uses people. And sometimes he does, but most times it's a consi- it's us from us being consistent. So my question is this. If God can't truly count on you, then how much do you think he can trust to use you. Okay, so I was in charge of a um, of a concession stand for two years, and I had to do scheduling as well. So I tried to get the best employees in there, but there were some there were some that I wanted to schedule every night that we were in business, and there were some that I was like, well, I need to schedule them just so they like will keep working for me. And you know, I, there was really a difference in my attitude. It's like, okay, well, so and so is coming in. It's going to be an awesome night. I'm going to have somebody who's self motivated and everything. Uh, and who is useful and there's some who are there soaking up wages mm-hmm. and it really changes it really changed all right well how much am i going to have to do to pick up for other slack or how much how much is it going to be like we're going to get in and get this done we're going to do it right and i kind of think that like if you're one of those just dragging your feet you're you're reaping the you know benefits then um it's it shows and it really shows that like if we had like a big tournament coming up or a big opportunity or whatever, I knew who to schedule. I knew who I was not going to schedule. So like kind of in the same way, God can use those who are like willing to be useful for him. So good. Yeah. God rewards faithfulness. Um, sometimes he'll reward that faithfulness with responsibility, (laughs) which is, which is a good thing. Um, but I feel, I feel like you just hit the nail on the head, Brad. It's I don't good. I don't feel like I have anything better to add to that at all. I'll butcher it. Fin- um, fi- final statement, <laughs> yeah. though, and you made it. Consistency over intensity. Yeah. yeah. It's Consistency. Like, I mean, I can't take credit for that. I got that from a, uh, a video somebody else was talking about, you know, they're talking about working out and things of that nature. Like, you know, you, you can't go to the gym one day and work out for nine hours and expect that to do anything. Uh, but if you go to the gym 20 minutes a day every day, eventually you'll be in shape. Um, this he was just talking about consistency is better than one intense decision that you make every once in a while. And it's, you know, can, people that show consistency in their life uh, that have a more successful, successful life. 
So, so good. There's a really bad, like, um, since it was kind of short today, I'll add this. Um, it's really bad, like, sort of what's called a campfire trend. And what that means is, like, you know, teenagers will go to a camp or mm, go to a conference yeah. or do this huge, like, thing. And you've got your, like, special worship band that was really expensive and you paid a lot of money to go. So it was really awesome. Uh, it's just different and more amped up. And then you get on fire. And then the fire dies out a week later, or sometimes shorter. Sometimes when you get on the bus to leave. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of where that fire kind of burns out. And um, what you said earlier, the uh, second definition of commitment was commitment means staying loyal to what you said you were going to do long after the mood you set it in has left Mm -hmm. you. And that's really, really true. If we're really committed to the Lord, then that's, quote, campfire, which is really clever. Um, A really clever term I didn't make up, but... That campfire becomes your reality. Like, yeah. you just, you got to commit. Becomes your consistent life. Commit. Right, right. Yeah. So good. So, hey, we're going to go to some music, and we are going to come back with our athlete interview with Chris Bryan. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. And today we have a special guy from the Gunnersville Wildcat football team, Chris Brian, how are you, man? I'm doing great today. How are you guys doing? We are fantastic. I do have a question to start us off. Go ahead. How does it feel to whip up on Arab every year? Oh, it's it's an amazing feeling. I mean, that's always <laughs> it's always going to be a great game. There's to be a rival for us, and yeah, well, it's not there. it's not used, usually a great used game. Used to be a rival game. Yeah. <laughs> we could win. <laughs> it's like Alabama and Tennessee. Like it's just no good anymore. Yeah. Just. Great game for us. Get whipped. <laughs> this was a long time ago, but my senior year we beat Guntersville. Just saying. Just I don't. Saying. I think I marched in the band five years. Well, I marched in the band four years, eighth through twelfth, skipping eleventh. But I never saw him beat yeah. Guntersville. Yeah, I'm from Aaron. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I always like playing against them. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like <laughs> it's like there's a couple teams around here you look at on your schedule and you're like. That's a win, <laughs> just before the game's played. Yeah, I was kind of so. upset we didn't get to play Douglas this year, but... Called <laughs> <laughs> oh. out. Oh. Uh, but he's wow. not wrong. Boaz wow. with us this year. Mm. Yeah, Boaz got us this year. That was a big surprise for us. Yeah, yeah. I, it was a big surprise. We were like, oh, for all of us. it was the first game in the new stadium. Everybody, all of Arab was like, oh, we'll, we'll get an easy win for the first... They beat us 49-14. to 14. Who was that, Gunnersville? Uh, Boaz. Boaz. Boaz, mm. yeah. It's a hard, hard thing. So, what has been your favorite game of the year? You're talking about games, Chris. Well, this, this year, it's kind of hard to pick from because we only had three great ones, I guess. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's a hard one. I'd probably say Arab since they're okay. just a rival game. And y'all didn't beat us as bad this year. Neither of us were as good as we usually are. I'm not saying Arab's usually good, but Gunnersville's usually good. Arab's kind of better than they usually are this year. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to say Scottsboro was my favorite game because that was just a huge game. That was like we killed that losing streak at the beginning of the year. That was my second game of the season because I was out for the first two. Yeah. What position do you play, Chris? I play center. Center. Wow. Okay. That's that's an important job. And usually it's only noticed if there's a bad snap or something. There is a 100% guarantee. <laughs> or it's like on the field goal when the center gets just blown up and the field goal's blocked. That's when the center's noticed as well. So. It's a hard job. Yeah. Yes. I played that job on scout team a few times. It's not fun. 
getting that ball off and trying to block somebody almost immediately. Yes, and most ninety percent of the time, the, the nose guard on the defense is the best the, defensive line. Yeah, the, the, biggest, right, right. the biggest guy, the biggest strongest. Yeah, guy. it's not hard, not easy. Well, who like? Was there a moment where like you looked up at the nose tackle and you were like, "Man, I wish I was still injured." <laughs> 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 this year, I, this year I really didn't play anybody that was just absolutely great. But last year in the Alex, the I think it, I can't remember which game it was. St. Clair County, they had this guy, and his name was Jalen Cunningham, and he plays guard now for Ole Miss. <laughs> he was six six, like three fifty. Oh man, give a big. I bet that was terrifying. Yeah, he was a very tall guy. <laughs> How did you handle that? Who did that? they play for? Uh, he was St. Clair County. Wow. How did you wow. handle that one? Very carefully. <laughs> with, with fear and trembling. <laughs> he was prayed up before that game. <laughs> there was some intensity. Not a whole lot of consistency. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most of the time it was uh, me and both the guards were handling him. Yeah. So, All three of you. It's like, y'all get the rest of that on the defensive line. We'll take care of this guy. <laughs> I got to snap the ball. Y'all get in his way. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all keep me from dying right now. Okay. <laughs> did you? All right. So a few years ago, y'all had an awesome running back. His name was Bentley. Oh yeah, did I've you heard get, of him. Did you get? You've heard of him, so you didn't get to block for him or anything. I didn't get to block for him. He graduated when I was a freshman, and gotcha. we had a really great offensive line my freshman year. So I that'll help a running back. Yeah, that'll help. That'll that'll help a running back. Yeah. Wow. So uh, your coach, Lance Reese, what's the greatest lesson that he's ever taught you? I'd say like. He always just has the fighting mentality. I mean, if we come in at halftime and we're down by 14, he's like, all right, guys, let's go. Keep your heads on right. Let's keep fighting. Keep working hard. The If we lose a game Monday at practice, he's like, hey, now it's time to get back to work. There ain't no sense in being out here and not getting good. So if we're going to be out here, get better. Mm. That's a good lesson. Yeah. All right. You, with you, but you're a senior, correct? Yes, sir. This was your senior season. Um I guess we have a two-part question here. Part one, what player did you look up to? Like maybe a player that invested in you or maybe one that you saw when you were little that, that made you want to play football or, or just a, a, a player that inspires you to be better? I'd have to say my dad. He played uh, for Gunnersville in, through 90 through 94. You know, like just sitting watching him when I was little and watching him. And especially I went back and watched him my sophomore year in high school. And just watching him, like he was not a very big guy, but yet he played very aggressively, and I always wanted to strive to be like that and play as aggressive as I could. Okay. And with you being a senior, what's what's something you want to leave, or that you hope that you've left for the underclassmen? Like, what 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 do you want your legacy to be when you when you graduate and you walk away from Gunnersville? I want to leave a great attitude. I've had seniors in front of me that's like, you guys aren't going to be good next year. You guys, you're not big enough. You're not anything. And I've just really tried to, with my underclassmen, coach them up and help them as much as I can and be uh, have enthusiasm at practice on the game, get fired up for games, and just try and get everything right and tell them that they're going to do good next year and hope That's for the good. best for them. It, it yeah. always takes somebody to, to break that pattern because mm-hmm. when a senior class tells the junior class, you know, you guys, you know, we're losing this person and this person, you guys aren't going to be any good next year, then the, the first thing that the senior class wants to do the next year is tell the junior and sophomore classes how bad they're going to be once they lose all the talent that's yeah. in their class and everything. you got to stop it, and that's a good way to say it. Good yeah, way to put that's, it. That's what 
the basic like when I was in the eighth or ninth grade in, in band, people were you know uh, stopping that at the time, so like it made it a more positive experience, which is really fun. So mm. it takes somebody to bold to break that pattern. So, so Chris, you get to spend the day with anybody that you want to for an entire day. Who are you going to spend that day with, and what do you want to learn? I'd have to say I'd like to bring my Papa Clyde back and spend mm. a day with him. Mm. I didn't get to know him much. I was only, I was like eight when he passed away. Yeah. And I've always heard, I mean, he cut hair in Avertville, and, like, everybody tells me stories about him. I'd love just to spend a day and absorb as much knowledge as I can off of him. Wow. Mm. That's good. All right. Well, I've asked you about, like, how you handled homeboy from St. Clair County. Well, I'm going to ask you... Maybe maybe this is the same answer to the question, but what's your most embarrassing moment, practice field <laughs> or in game? I don't know. I've had some embarrassing moments. I know this one time it happened like in the game, but nothing was really ever said about. It. But in film, like it was bad. This dude he like put a like the best swim move I'd ever seen on me, and like just threw me right on my face. Oh man, that was pretty bad. Oh man, <laughs> that's no good at all. Wow, wow. that's rough. Yeah. Yeah, especially like <laughs> football is like videoed, and then they all watch it together. Yeah. Time to Game be, film, you just put got on your face all over the field. Yeah, <laughs> and the worst part was it was Jesse Altman who had moved from Gunnersville to Edwall, and the one year, and it was him that I was trying to block, and he just swam me. Oh man, so you heard about that on social media? Like he's hitting you up on Twitter, being like, "You like that swim move, man?" <laughs> Why are any rough. good Marshall County athletes moved to Etowah? What's that? Up? There's something fishy there. Uh. <laughs> hey, HSAA, looking at it, it happens a lot. It, yeah, does. it does. <laughs> Not just in football and ba- baseball yeah. too, because I know some guys that moved from Gunnersville to Etowah for baseball. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Stack team. Recruiting. <laughs> There's recruiting happening there. <laughs> we're throwing down. Uh, so hey, we're gonna go to a song and we'll come back. But before we do, we want to tell you. Uh, we want to tell you about the Char Burger. Mm-hmm. Char Burger that's open from 5:30 in the morning till eight at night, Monday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. Home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, and onion rings. What a wonderful place! To grab a burger. So we just got done talking about movies, and so I, I want to ask my friend over here, Chris. Chris, what sports movie did you love more than any of them, and what did it teach you about life or your sport or what, or, or how you can be a better person? I liked uh, When the Game Stands Tall. It's yeah. about, uh, I think it's De La Salle. I don't know how yeah, to say the, it. The streak, the, yeah, the, that the game. Yeah, the streak got ended yeah. and everything, and... Uh, I feel like I could, I could really touch that and like how the great team has come down off their uh, pedestal and they just had to fight and keep fighting hard and get back at it and I just like look at that as a something I'm going to try and do even if something bad happens to me just keep fighting and working hard and get back at it. So good, Brad. I love that movie. Um, another question. Hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um, here we go. Oh, um, are you planning to do anything athletic-wise in, in college? Are you planning? Well, I'd love to. Mm-hmm. And I have, I guess you could say, somewhat of an offer, no money amount from Huntington. They've offered me, a, They on their letter they sent me, it said a uh, uh, roster spot. 
mm-hmm. and I'll have time to decide on that. And I've talked to a couple little colleges every here and there, mostly up up north. I've talked to Swanee, but I'd love to go play. But realistically, if I don't, if I can, I'm gonna go try and go to Wallace and study agriculture. Okay, okay. Which answer my question? What do you want to do in your future? I really want to study uh, poultry science. Okay. Uh, Wallace has a two-year plan. I'd go two years at Wallace and two years at Auburn. And I'd mm-hmm. love to get my poultry science major. Okay. So what is it about poultry that you love so much? Well, he loves like, chicken. I just love chicken. <laughs> the taste good. The taste. <laughs> <laughs> well. Chick-fil-A. Obviously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let him answer the question, God. Uh, this past year in my ag class, I got into poultry judging, and it turns out I'm really good at it. What? <laughs> there we no. go. You well, got to tell wait, the story. Wait, how, how do you judge happened? a poultry? Well, there's a bunch of different things. All you, of it. All of it. <laughs> Pictures you, on Instagram. Eggs. <laughs> the way it acts in public. The, how we how we judge everyone else. <laughs> you can look at its meat. You can like categorize its meat. Uh, look at its eggs. Its body conformation is just. And like you can, there's certain things you can look at, see if it's a good laying hen and stuff. Yeah. And that's one reason I got into it because I was, I was kind of decent at it. I'm the number 15th poultry judger in the state of Alabama. Come on, somebody. <laughs> that's on his Match.com profile. <laughs> yeah. right, there. right there. Hey, girl. See that chicken over there? Uh, I can judge it. <laughs> you should, oh. on the resume. On the resume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Another big reason is they thrive in Marshall County. Everywhere you go, you see a chicken house. Oh, my goodness. That's true. You can't yeah. a dead cat without hitting a chicken house. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Though. There's been an increase that's, that's in so no true. kill. So what, do you, so what do you actually, what do you want to do with the poultry stunt thing? Are you going to? Uh, I'd love to run like a big company like Tyson or Pilgrim's Pride or something crazy like that. Just get up there or if anything, own my own chicken houses. That's not a bad idea. It's really not. And that's the that's the trick right there is owning them because a lot of people have them, but they ain't paid for. Yeah, and that's they, one of those things. They rent them or they make payments. That's that's dangerous. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I just learned a lot right so there. What about like what's? Oh, go ahead. Man, uh, I'm I'm still thinking about this. Well, whole let me ask you this: so, chicken. At what oh, point did you learn that you're good at judging yeah, was chickens? This, was, was this sort of just like how like you just woke up and you have this like chicken superpower, or like <laughs> the chicken whisperer? The chicken. Uh, Does the chicken say something to you like internally? I wish it would make it a lot easier. Uh, I don't know. I've always been around chickens in Marshall County, and I've always had at least five or ten out in the house, and. Awesome. I knew a little bit about them, and my ag teacher, Mr. Smith, asked me, he's like, hey, you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, I know some stuff about chickens, and it turns out I didn't know anything about chickens. And I learned a lot, and I went to competitions, and I was like, well, that's pretty easy. And then we got, I started learning about all the money that is in poultry science and how they thrive in Marshall County. I don't want to leave Marshall County. I love everything about it. And I just love to stay here and look at chickens all day. All right. I mean, you know how many chicken fingers Americans eat? Like, there's... A lot. There's no way, like... There's not a lot enough. of stuff that's going away. Chicken chicken housing is not one of those no. things. No. So, which leads me to our next question. What is your favorite way that chicken is prepared? What is your Ooh, favorite way to enjoy... Oh, that's a good question. I like the finger form. Okay. Fried or grilled? Fried. Okay. Maybe, like, dipped in some hot honey mm. mustard sauce. Okay. Ooh. Okay. 
So okay, if we're if we're going like chicken, we're gonna go chicken restaurant, fast food chicken restaurants. I need you to rank Chick Fil A, Popeyes, KFC, and Church's Chicken. I don't know if you ever had that. Zaxby's. <laughs> oh, Zach. Yeah, we'll go Zaxby's. Bojangles. Bojangles. Okay. We've got Skip one of those. Skip the churches. We'll go. We'll go Chick Fil A, Popeyes. Um, what else did I say? Uh, Chick Fil A, Popeyes, Zaxby's. Uh, hold on. This is KFC. This is, is going to happen. Yeah. Chick Fil A, Popeyes. KFC. This KFC. is part of your job right here. I got Zaxby's. it. Zaxby's and Bojangles. This could land me a job in the future. Oh. I mean, it could. I need to. Somebody Jane. might be listening. Know. We hope Chick Fil A's listening to you. All right. <laughs> there, just put your numbers next to these. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right. So, so I'll, I'll read them as he says them. So or, it's a big deal, though. It depends on what you're getting. If I'm getting the sandwich, I'm going to have to go Chick Fil A okay. all day okay. long. Man, I think I'm going to have to go Chick Fil A. Overall quality. Zaxby's. Bojangles, Popeyes, KFC. Oh wow, that's Ooh. pretty close to my list. Interesting. Wow, Chick Fil A is definitely at the top of mine. Mm-hmm. KFC is definitely at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That just got real, boys and girls. What, what about you, Seth? Ooh, I'm going Chick Fil A. Okay. Uh, I love Popeyes. Number two. Seth, <laughs> Seth, <laughs> Seth, I just, I just rated mine. So I'm Chick Fil A. I'm I'm gonna go uh, Bojangles number three, KFC number four, and Zaxby's number five. See, I used to be in love with Zaxby's. Well, let me say why. No more. Zaxby's has shrank, sh- shrunk. shrunken their size of portions, and they charge way too much. And it's not good. It's not it's not good anymore. All right. All right. My, All right. Now my favorite place to get a chicken finger would be Charburger, because they're just scrumptious. Scrumptious mm. chicken fingers. Somebody defines scrumptious. Guaranteed hot if you're getting it from Charburger. Yeah, they make yeah. It, see they make their food to order. Not only is it good, but it's also like super duper fresh. Like just came off and like and you can find that fresh food five thirty AM to eight PM <laughs> Monday through Saturday at the foot of the mountain. Uh in Gunnersville. So that's thirty eight forty eight Alabama Highway sixty nine Gunnersville. And what goes good with those hot fresh chicken fingers? A good milkshake too. They have yes. awesome milkshakes. Have you ever had a Dr Pepper milkshake, Chris? I have not. They make them. And those crispy fries, They're fantastic. Mm-hmm. And that chocolate Sounds gravy. Good. Yeah. Wait. Shh. We they we almost. I thought we were gonna make it a show. Make gravy uh, chocolate again. Make chocolate. But yeah, gravy. you can find them there again. Five thirty a.m. to eight p.m. Monday Free through Saturday. Uh, they do have a phone number that they do answer. Uh, Free, if you like that. And gentlemen. Two five six five zero five forty seven twenty. Yeah. So that's them. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Chris. Okay. Chris, you get to spend the day with any athlete. Any athlete at all. Any athlete. Living or dead. Living or dead. Who is that athlete? That's a hard one. And why do you want to spend the day with him? I'd want to spend my day with some lineman. Okay. And I can't remember his name, but have you guys seen the video of the Colts guard that screams when he like yeah, two runs? I'd love to spend the day yeah. with that guy. He seems just, like an amazing guy. Yeah, yelling at each other and looking yeah. at chickens, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. What? How would the conversation go? You like chickens? <gasps> that's what I was, that's what I was thinking, James. There we go. Mm-hmm. Colts screaming. God bless my my good friends. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson. He was fined $26,000 for screaming. See, this is why Roger Goodell is the devil. Come on. Leave the man alone. 
I'm swearing, if Roger Quentin Goodell Nelson. could fire his mother or find his mother, he would. There you go. He's the worst I mean, human being in the world. You can't clap on defense. You can't tackle the quarterback, mm-hmm. and now you can't scream. What is this? I'm objected. Could you imagine? <laughs> la- could you imagine ladies tennis without screaming? <laughs> can you imagine tennis? Without- <laughs> <laughs> The ones I don't like are like the really breathy French guys. So we know you're an Auburn Tigers fan. Thank you, that was beautiful. Chris, other than the Auburn Tigers. Go. Bonaparte. Chris, other than the Auburn Tigers, who do you pull for? Uh, well, my mom's from Georgia, but she's not really a Georgia fan. Ooh. But I like them. I, did, I didn't like where Auburn. that was going for a second. Yeah, like oh. So <laughs> your mom go is from Georgia. Yes. Yet she's not a Georgia fan. It sounds crazy, but it's true. What Georgia. part? Of, what part of Georgia? The same part that Trevor Lawrence is from. I can't remember who? what that place is called. Clemson's quarterback. Oh, they went to the, they went to the same high school, but at the same I time, I don't know. Huh? Uh, wow. It just got interesting. Yeah. So, who is, would you say, uh, Chris? And, and we're coming to the close to the end of this. Is your greatest inspiration in life, and what have they taught you that has uh, made them stand out? Hmm. I'd have to say my dad. He's yeah. always taught me to uh, do my best and everything I can do and just strive for greatness. And he's also taught me to have a great work ethic, great work ethic if I can say it right. Work ethic. Yes. Yes, I got you. Uh, He's just always somebody I've been able to look up to, and he says he means what he says and says what he means. So I've always wanted to be like him. Yeah, that's awesome. Go ahead. Um, Chris. Yes. <laughs> Come on, James. <laughs> Great poop. If you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was caught off guard. <laughs> no pun intended. We're, we're, we're wearing that French joke out. Yeah, we are. We off, we off guard. I get it. Off guard. <laughs> ah. Hey. Ah. Uh, Stalling. If you were a chicken, oh, <laughs> man, what, what kind of chicken would you be? Did you just ask that? Did you? <laughs> like, if, would you be one of these like these like hair metal looking chickens like oh that had the big front? Would you be a peacock? Are you it might not be, a chicken, <laughs> but I mean, as far as I know, it's just a very flamboyant chicken. Um, I won't be a wild chicken. A wild chicken. I don't want nobody to catch me and eat me. That's right. Would you be the little? Would you be the rooster that wears pants on YouTube? Would you be that? Yeah, I'd be him. Yes, you gotta be yeah. a pants wearing rooster. Wow. So, what? I'm, I'm still stuck on this poultry judging. <laughs> would you give them a you grade people. or like a, that's a ten? Or it's like, like <laughs> that chick's a ten. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, it's like A, B, C, and no grade. Oh, uh, is no grade awesome or is no grade very bad? No grade is unedible. Ooh. Ooh. Well. What makes a chicken inedible? It's Skinny. not really a chicken. It's like the meat. If there's like a hair in the meat or a foreign yep. object in the meat. Yep. That'd do it for me too. Not supposed to eat it. So you're not mm-hmm. rating live chickens? I'm, you can. It's live chickens, parts, eggs. It's everything. 
What's an example of a foreign object you might find in chicken meat? Hair. There was one time at a competition they put a piece of wood in it. Hmm. That doesn't naturally occur, right? I don't think so. Gotcha. Okay. If it does, there's 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 a problem. Splintered chicken. Splintered chicken. Darn it. This is gonna go down as one of the greatest interviews. You of eat all the time. chicken, and then it has a built-in toothpick. I really don't see why this is bad. <laughs> I don't hear the bad side of that. I guess you're right. Hey, yeah. So no grade has now become don't like, give the best. Pride in the yes. ideas. Only if a plus. it's wood. A plus. You know, you get your splintered chicken. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's gonna toothpick. hurt coming out though. That's chicken on a stick. Chicken on a stick. That's the easy way for the Chinese hey, restaurant, hey man, right? Hey, I've had chicken on a stick at um uh Minton at the color at Color Fest at Minton. They also have potatoes on a stick. You've not had a potato until you've had it off of a stick. I've I'm never had a potato on a stick. Yeah, then you haven't lived, my friend. I'm sorry. Apparently. I think this would be though more like sticking a chicken. Oh, sticking chicken. Sticking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes been a great show anyway we're oh, gonna man. go to some music and come back with freestyle my boy uh brad is gonna have some trivia for you it's time for the varsity freestyle yes so on the break we've been talking to siri we've learned a lot haven't we chris Scaramouche. Scaramouche. wow galileo ask Galileo. You know, and so here's how we're going to do freestyle. Brad is going to ask you a question. And then we want you to know, we want to know, you're going to call, you're going to answer the question, you're going to answer two more, you're going to win two tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema. But also today, you're going to tell us the craziest thing and response you've ever asked Siri about. So you, the hey. question you've asked Siri... The craziest response she's given you. That you can say on Christian radio. That you can say on Christian radio. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Just save the station right there. You're welcome. Quick reminder, whatever our question is, the answer is always Charburger. Charburger is open from 5.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday. They are located at the foot of the mountain on the right headed towards Arab and on the left headed towards Gunnersville. Um, They serve chicken fingers. They serve Philly cheesesteaks onion rings french fries they serve the awesome char-grilled wildcat burger they have milkshakes they have a country buffet at lunch it's they have all kinds of stuff and it's all fresh it's all cooked for you when you order it hey what kind of uh, chicken fingers do they have brad scrumptious scrumptious yeah so they're awesome yeah (laughs) and they are there waiting for you yeah right now Awesome food there. So hey, mm. we're gonna we're gonna have Brad ask the question and you are gonna call the number two five six five oh five zero eight eight five. Ask the question, Brad. Okay, so what is the name of the mm. thing that happens in football that leads to the defense scoring two points? Ah uh, what they, event how, also What event you have happens? to punt the ball? Yeah, after this happens, you have to punt the ball from the 35-yard line to the other team. What event? So this is a defensive event that scores two points. 256-505-0885. Give us a ring, Derek. Hey, what's going on, bro? How are you, Derek? Oh, sorry, they're messing with my mic. Hey, Derek, how you doing? Uh, Pretty good, you? 
We are fantastic. Do you know the answer to the question? Yes, I do. All right, so the answer to this question, what event in football leads to the defense scoring two points? A safety. A safety is That's co- correct. Safety. A safety is correct. So Woo! He, so our next question is Roll a... Tide. Roll, Roll Tide. Tide. Yes. Our next question is a... Chris um, said yes. I'm having <laughs> Is a Christmas question. So... This noisemaker is traditionally on Santa's sleigh, on elves' shoes, and it makes a jingle. Mm-hmm. Bells. Bells. Yes. Correct. Yes. The man. Acceptable and answers have been jingle false. bells, sleigh bells, or silver bells. <laughs> there are two traditional common things that are put on top of Christmas trees. Can you name one of them? Star. A star is correct. Yes. The other was an angel. So. Follow-up question. Craziest thing you've asked... Now, remember, this is Christian Radio. Craziest thing you've asked Siri and the greatest, the funniest response you've gotten? The craziest what? Question you've asked Siri. Do you have an iPhone? Uh, no, I don't have a... Okay. Mm, okay. I was about to say, because some people don't have that's iPhones. Not, so. That's not fair. So yeah. you win! Derek, you win. Oh, man. But you also Maybe. lose because you don't have an iPhone. Okay. <laughs> so, Derek, you win. Hey, we're going to keep you on the line, and my good friend Steven's going to tell you how to get your two tickets to the Boaz Non Cinema. Thanks for calling in, man. Thanks, Derek. Hey, thank y'all. God bless. Hello. Hello. Is it me we're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hello, darling. <laughs> nice to see you. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. That's why Brad yeah. was the drum major, not that, the lead a, singer. We were, talking about, <laughs> we were talking about country music, and Brad doesn't uh, understand that reference. That's okay. Go ahead, Brad. Anyway, all right, so that buzzer... You don't that, know nothing about no happened, Conway. ...that happened a while ago now. Um, was the my thing that sounded like dead geese. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where I tell you where you can find us. That's on Facebook, unofficial, the Varsity Radio Show. Um, our live stream is there. Our posts are there. There's a follow button there. There's a like button there. You can go find that all at Unofficial The Varsity Radio Show on Facebook. On Instagram, Varsity Varsity underscore radio underscore show. On Twitter, at Varsity Radio 885. And my favorite, the podcasts, Mm. where I'm like, hey, I'm on the radio every Tuesday. You should check us out. People are like, you're on the radio? Yeah, I'm on the radio. And then I'll like show the podcast. Um... Varsity Radio Show on iTunes and Google Play Podcasts. So you can find us there, subscribe to our channel, listen to our podcasts. Um, all years and a year and a year and like four months worth mm-hmm. of shows are on there. Right. So you can go find us there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. been an awesome show, guys. Yeah. Thank hey, you. Next week we're gonna have Albertville Aggies here in the studio. Why don't you like you know, do uh, your what hands like that? Here what, in is, the what is this? You know what else we're gonna have here in the what studio? Is that? We're gonna have Charburger. Possibly we'll have Charburger. Possibly. Yeah, you, you can also find Charburger. We have Charburger now, but if Charburger, you, we will. Charburger. They, anyway, anyway, Charburger throughout the week is located. Not just on Tuesday. Every day of the week. I give up Jameson. Sunday. <laughs> I give up Jameson. <laughs> All right. Go Char- ahead, Jameson. What? What am I doing? <laughs> Charburger is located at the foot of the mountain on the right headed towards Arab and on the left headed into Gunnersville at 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. If you don't know where that is and you need your Apple GPS, then use that address. 
You can call them at 256-505-4720 if you get lost or if you want some food or something like that. Uh, They're open 5.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they have awesome breakfast. They have an awesome lunch and dinner. You can get uh, fresh made-to-order food. Uh, like the char grilled wildcat burger, their awesome scrumptious chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, jumbo crispy onion rings, those crispy mm. French fries, an awesome milkshake. So they're there. <laughs> we are so glad that we get to have our boy Chris <gasps> in the studio today. Thanks for being here, man. Right, again, thanks for having me, guys. I've yeah. had a lot of fun today. You have been awesome. So, hey, we want you to keep checking us out. Come back next. Tuesday, 2.30 to 4.30, 885JFM. We'll see you there. Hey, and don't forget, no matter where you're at, there you are.